0: Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Imperfect Parenting podcast and another episode where we are bringing you a series. This is the second in a series on performance and parenting. We have had a lot of fun uh, chatting to Rod Charlton, who is a high-performance psychologist and who works with uh, mainly top-level sports players and helps and coaches them. And so, so the series was done over, over video chats, and so just bear with us because the audio is going to be a bit different. It is going to be up and down at times, but we just hope that you enjoy the content, uh, which we, we really enjoyed uh, listening and, and learning from from Rod. So to start this, this one off, we, we're going to hear from Rod just talking a little bit about the different sports and different players that he's been involved with. And uh, and then we're going to go on to some questions, which uh, we uh, enjoyed listening to Rod uh, talk about. So here's Rod.
1: I, I've i had the privilege of being associated with you know, quite a wide variety of sports, you know, from people doing the Parry to echo Rally you know, in motorsport, then I I do a lot of work for rowing. And I rowed, as I said, you know, working with various levels uh, of athletes. It was very interesting. I was working with one of the South Africans who was in the Cambridge Women's Rowing 8 last year that went on and broke the record by quite a lot, about, I think, uh, 16 seconds. And, yeah, just fascinating learning there. And I really, really learned about how lack of ego um, was so important in taking that victory and how it factored in. You had Olympic athletes who were part of that crew and then people who had barely uh, rode for a couple of years. And it only worked because of people coming in there with lack of ego. And the team was always bigger than uh, than the individual. And that, uh, unfortunately, doesn't always happen. I've worked with some golfers, hockey, uh, hockey world. Even though I coached at a fairly rugby at a fairly high level, haven't done much uh, coaching uh, or sports psychology within the rugby uh, field for various reasons. And then now I'm involved with someone who is in long distance target shooting and going for the world champs. And that is, yeah, I'm learning a lot. And it's fascinating. A lot of these principles are universal, but at, uh, we're having to adapt and learn new things.
0: So I'm learning all the time. Awesome, Rod. And um, thank you for that. And and then your, your website is positivesac.co.za. Is that right? Yes, that is. Okay, awesome. So people can find you there if they want to want to know a little bit more about you. Then Rod, as you know, we have a ton of questions we want to ask you. And Rob uh, Pluck has kindly allowed me to ask the first question. So my question was around schools that that, that buy players, you know, in to, to kind of be the best, parental pressure to win, and what your thoughts on those things are?
1: Yeah, so I'd go back and saying I think that if we're getting to that level in the uh, schooling system, which we are, and it's not only here in South Africa. It's, for me, it's, yeah, it's a complex question, actually, as, as I'm sitting about to answer that. My first initial reaction was, I'm, it makes me sad. It makes me sad when I realize that. Uh, because I think that we're uh, missing so much when we start down that road. Because it, it talks to a mindset that says winning or being good or excellent is all about talent and and uh, um, we can spot talent at a very early age where that's simply not supported by the scientific evidence. It's Excellence is so much more complicated than talent and in fact what I would say both my experience and my uh, current understanding of excellence is that Talent is a component and it's not the most important component. And if we start coaching for talent and selecting for talent, we're doing that child a disservice, we're doing the team, we're doing society a huge disservice. Because children change over time. Adults change. We're always changing. You know, uh, maturity comes in and people are fundamentally very different by the time they emerge from this chaotic, crazy cloud of puberty. They come out very, very different creatures. And what are we wanting to do is actually start to equip them with a attitude, a way of being, a way of interacting around sport that is going to be m- much more helpful in the long term, and that if they have talent, that attitude will give them the supporting blocks, the foundation, the scaffolding on which to try and take it and see how far they can go. So th- that's one aspect. And as always, there's some complexity around the situation because I'm thinking of the Sia Kalisi story. In South Africa, where you do, and I think this has happened with some of the footballers along the way, I'm I'm, I'm thinking of Ronaldo and Messi as well, uh, Kalesi, where they are in impoverished circumstances. And, you know, for them, being given an opportunity of going to an environment where they could uh, eat well, train well, it definitely was a launch pad and they would never have got there. Though it's that is a very, very different circumstances. If we're just talking from the majority of, of parents who I think um, might listen to this, of whereby they would have more than enough nutrition, food, stability at uh, in the household. I'm talking the majority. There's always that 10%, 15% around there that maybe doesn't necessarily Then I I would say that 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 is a two-dimensional way of looking at things and it's short term. It's very, very, very short term. You know, this, this learning and wanting to improve is probably the best thing that you could equip your child with. And being curious when things go wrong, because that is giving you feedback. Results are nothing more than an imposter. If we just take them to say, that's it, I'm good enough now. I came first. I mean, think about the crazy thing about that. A, a result. I came first in this race and I do a lot of work with rowers. My son's rowing at this stage. Now, does that mean I'm going to come first in the next race? Of course not. Of course not. We all know that intrinsically. So, why give so much emphasis on it? What does it actually mean? It means it's feedback to say what I did during that race was helpful. It was helpful and it seemed to work. And if there's an improvement over the, uh, and the, the theme is there, I'm doing things and keep doing this because it seems to be going in the right direction. Nothing more, nothing less. It does not define me. It's not going to tell me where I'm going to come at the end of the season. And if I come third or you know last, okay, that's just saying. And I'm, but I'm used to coming first or maybe second or third, and I come last. That's feedback to say, well, something uh, is not working. Maybe we need to look at that. And then we need to just adjust. And if we adjust properly, real, real magic happens is, are we getting better? First of all, with ourselves.
2: Rod, uh, loving what you have to say, and uh, it's been such a joy to listen to you and Stu talk together. Just on that note, you make me think. About about fathering again, mm-hmm. and one of the one of the definitions or descriptions of fathering um, has to do with a significant person in your life who who fundamentally influences your relationship to yourself, for the positive. Mm-hmm. So, a father figure, a good father, helps a son, helps a daughter have a good relationship to him or herself. And I like that for so many reasons, but particularly in the light of what you're saying now, is that maybe one of the keys for us as dads, for the keys for us as parents, is helping our kids have a wholesome enough, healthy enough relationship to themselves that they can go into the spaces that you're wanting them to go into. That they're able to think and not collapse, <laughs> just, you know, just become dissolve, Mm -hmm. uh, become a mess in the space of failure. Mm -hmm. We're saying to them, as you were saying earlier, son, daughter, you're so much more than that. Please catch your breath. Look at yourself. Turn around. Let's see what we can do. This is not the end. And maybe what you're saying is that this is something that we as parents, we've, we've just got to. Uh, get our bearings to mm-hmm. provide our kids the space for that. Uh, does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And, it, 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 of course, we all know it on a, a, a intrinsically. We know that we are so much more, uh, the people that we are love, we are so much more, they are so much more than an one, one event.
0: So that was the next snippet uh, in our series talking to Rod Charlton about uh, performance and this particular episode on talent. What if our children are talented or if they're not talented and what should we do about that? Well, we continue these conversations and we look forward to sharing um, more of this in the weeks ahead. Thanks for listening, everyone.